Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Teachers Drive podcast. My name is Maxine McFarlane. I'm a Jamaican educator living in the United States of America, and I'm a nurturer of minds and hearts. It's been a while since I have shared in this space, and I'm extremely happy to be back. It is my pleasure to welcome you to the first episode of Season 2. I enjoyed my little respite over the winter break and into the new year that I took to reset myself and to plan. It was exciting to work on a new intro and theme song with my talented firstborn and my fellow Yadi, Siobhan. I hope you got a chance to listen to it. If not, go check it out. There's a lot to share, so subscribe and let's make it a weekly get-together. Please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. I want to kick off this season by talking about the importance of relationships. Stay tuned as I ask the question today. Can you relate? Passionate teaching is what we do. The joy of learning brings the light too. For parents and teachers everywhere. Let's show our children how much we care. Rich experience and bring to about seven years or so, I have found inspiration in the words of the late Dr. Rita Pearson in her TED Talk entitled, Every Kid Needs a Champion. I'll link it in the show notes so you can be inspired too. I watch it every summer while preparing for a new school year, and again whenever I need a boost. It serves as a great reminder of why I do what I do for and with my students. She was the first person to draw my attention to the James Comer quote, which states that, No significant learning occurs without a significant relationship. I'll say that again. No significant learning occurs without a significant relationship. During my second year of teaching in the United States, I had a co-worker who was a veteran teacher. Um, She had previously retired but returned to the classroom. One of the most valuable tips that she shared with me was to spend the first few weeks of the school year in building relationships with my students. It was at that moment that I recognized that I had spent all of my years doing just that without even really realizing it or focusing too much on it. Thinking back to my early years as a teacher, it seems as if I instinctively engaged my students in meaningful relationships. One of the things that I have appreciated over the years is when my former students would come back to visit. Some of them even made their visits a part of their weekly routines when they moved on to another grade level. While teaching in Jamaica, some of them came back to visit after they had gone on to high school. 
Now, for most of my career in Jamaica, I taught grade one. So those students would have been in my class several years earlier. A couple years ago, I received an invitation from a student that I taught in second grade at another school. She had invited me to attend her middle school graduation. She didn't have my contact information, but asked another teacher who worked there if she knew how to get in touch with me. I had to take time off from work, but I went and I was so very proud of her. I couldn't contain my tears during the speech that she gave as salutatorian. Just to see my second grade baby in that role was just amazing. For most of my career, I thought that the kinds of relationships that I had with my students was the norm. However, sometimes when I listen to my own children reflecting on their elementary or middle school teachers and just sharing the fond memories and the things that they miss, there are certain teachers that stand out in their minds, but there are others that are not even mentioned. Then I started reflecting on my own experience as a teacher, and I thought of the teachers that impacted my life and the ones that I still hold fond memories of, even after so many years. My ponderings led me to realize that I have organically prioritized relationships and created many memories over the years. I now realize that I somehow instinctively followed my heart and over time developed meaningful connections with my students. What about you? Take a moment to reflect on how you relate to the children in your life and how they in turn relate to you. Allow me to share a couple of quotes that emphasize the importance of relationships. I wholeheartedly agree with Yvette Horton, who said, Children need happy, healthy, and safe relationships with grown-ups. What a gift it is to be one of those privileged adults who gets to foster those relationships. Kristen Steyer shared an important message with teachers. Here's what she said. Our time and dedication is not just spent making sure that we are being present in the moment with our students, but also in creating relationships that impact the future life of a child, a family, and a community. So teachers, our impact is far-reaching. It doesn't stop with the child, but it can go all the way and affect the community. In upcoming episodes, I am also going to be talking to other educators who prove exactly what Kristen is saying here. Let me read that again for you. The quote says, Our time and dedication is not just spent making sure that we are being present in the moment with our students, but also in creating relationships that impact the future life of a child, a family, and a community. I am totally convinced that those relationships are most important and serve as the foundation for the children's growth, development, and learning at home and in the classroom setting. Allow me to share two inspiring stories of how teachers can make a life-changing difference in their students' lives. The first story is about a kindergarten teacher named Sharon Grimm. Her student, Priscilla Perez, was being teased because of her new haircut. 
The teacher's action became a teachable moment for the entire class when she showed up at school matching Priscilla's hairstyle. According to the GMA report, Grimm said, I told Priscilla that I did it for her and I wanted to show her that it didn't matter if you had longer hair or shorter hair. It matters what's inside and that she's a caring, silly girl. The second story is about Les Brown. Most many of us know of, of Les Brown. He's one of the world's foremost motivational speakers and thought leaders on self-improvement and goal setting. However, it wasn't always that way for him. He was born in Liberty City, Miami on the floor of an abandoned building and he has known struggle and hardship his entire life. Academically, Les was a struggling student from the get-go. The story goes that during his school days, he was labeled educable, mentally handicapped by the academic intelligentsia of his day and placed back from sixth grade to fifth grade. To make matters worse, he had a twin brother who was exceptionally bright and gifted. And as such, Les became commonly referred to by his peers as the DT, that is the dumb twin. One day, a teacher asked him to come up and solve a problem on the chalkboard, but Les refused and said that he couldn't. Of course you can, the teacher responded encouragingly. Young man, come up here and solve this problem for me. But I can't, insisted Les. I'm educable, mentally handicapped. The rest of the class erupted in laughter. At that point, the teacher stepped out from behind his desk and looked Les straight in the eye. Don't ever say that again, he told him firmly. Someone else's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Les never forgot those words and spent the rest of his life overcoming incredible odds and pursuing his goals with passion and fervor. Time and time again, thanks to that one teacher's powerful revelation, Les has lived the phrase he's famous for all over the world. You have greatness within you. Teachers, do we really take the time to remind our students and to deliberately point out that they have greatness within them? I encourage you to do that. As an educator, I often think of my work as just a drop in the bucket, a pebble in a huge pond. By extending the metaphor, though, I also recognize that a pebble that is dropped in a pond creates ripples. I therefore encourage all teachers, whether you're formally trained or not, to keep dropping pebbles of encouragement, pebbles of hope, pebbles of love into the lives of every child that crosses your path. Don't limit your impact to those directly entrusted in your care, but extend it to every child that you meet. I intend to dedicate this season of the podcast to focusing on relationships. Coincidentally, I was a guest on another podcast that gave me an opportunity to share some of the ways in which I build relationships with my students. The episode is entitled Growing Inner Wealth in the Elementary Classroom. The NHA podcast episode will be published today 
on Blog Talk Radio and Apple Podcasts. And I hope you will find it inspiring. So go check it out. I will leave the link for it in the show notes. And while you're over there, don't forget to take a moment to subscribe to the Teachers Try podcast and leave me a review. I'd really appreciate that. During the season break, I spent some time reminiscing again about my years as a student and the wonderful educators that impacted my life. As I reflect on each level of my educational journey, some of them immediately come to mind. I'm grateful to the teacher who helped me to recognize that I could memorize and recite poems. The one who inspired creativity as we collaborated on class projects. The one who took the time to tell me I was smart. I smile at the memory of the college lecturer who was my advocate and voiced her confidence in my ability to make wise decisions about my educational goals. Maya Angelou was certainly correct when she said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. That explains why I hold such fond memories in my heart, even today. It is my goal to pass on that legacy so my children and students can remember our time together with smiles on their faces. That my drop in the bucket made them feel wonderful. What about you? Are you ready to be intentional about how you relate? Teachers and caregivers, I have a quote to leave with you. It is by Justin Tart who said, Teachers who put relationships first don't just have students for one year. They have students who view them as their teacher for life. Parents, I have one for you that is attributed to Daniel Bates, who said, Your child's sense of security is not grounded in how perfect you are, but in the quality of the relationship you have. I invite you to join me on this journey of building positive relationships. Adults, let's show up in the lives of these children so they can thrive and that they can, in turn, build healthy, happy, and wholesome relationships with others. Until the next episode, walk good and one love. For the joy of learning, subscribe to the teacher's strike.